Hey, you're listening to Zero Drunk 30, your new favorite film, movie, podcast, news type-ish thing, whatever you want to call it. It's Zero Drunk 30. We're drinking really good brews, talking about movies, and we're having a good time while we do it. So yeah, if you enjoy it, like, subscribe, comment, share it, do whatever you want to do with it. Just give us some feedback. All right, enjoy this week's episode. All right, all right, it's Zero Junk 30. I'm Kyle. I'm Richard. And it's been a while, kind of. Yeah, it's been... Let's see, you've released uh, the Aaron <laughs> episode that we filmed before, like right after New Year's or yeah. something? Or, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like right after New Year's on the 16th of January, I believe. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think, I think that's when... I listened to it at work. Uh, last last week, I just put it on and had a good had a good chuckle to myself. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, it's been about a month and four days. So. Yeah, well, and it's been even longer since we've uh, covered a specific movie. Well, an official specific episode because last that Aaron episode is more just kind of like a catch up, and Aaron talking about yeah, how he sees a... different movies with different girls. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he watches. This week, he watches. He watches all films with different people all at once. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah. This week, though, we'd be talking about <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. But before we get to that, we got some other shit to talk talk about. Yeah, we got so some. Uh, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about. Um, I personally, uh. Never stopped going to see some movies. I, I um, have you seen any good movies lately, Richard? Yes, yes, I have. So we talked. We we talked about it for a long time about licorice pizza and how like we have to see it. I saw it. Oh. Um, I still have. I, it. I mean, you can still find a movie theater to go to to see it. Um, it's it's incredible. It's it's like. It like I sat down and I was like the only person in the fucking theater, like always, whenever I see something most of the time. And that's I'm just alone. Lights start to dim and it's just it it it's perfect from start to finish. It's a perfect movie. And like I, I told that to all my other like film friends that I talked to and they went to go see it and they all agree. It's it's like the perfect movie. It you you sit down, you're like I'm I'm in the mood to watch a Paul Thomas Anderson fucking film, and it's like it's one of his best. It's up there, obviously. Um, Al- Al- Alana Haim did a fucking excellent job. Like uh, this is her first role, right? And yeah, she's I like, the her, I like lady. her music, but I'd... oh, her music is great. Their their music is fantastic. Um, yeah, but her as this leading lady like she captures she controls the screen man it's it's incredible every single little moment that she's there your eyes are glued to her she's just incredible screen presence and then you have her acting right beside cooper hoffman um fucking rip uh philip seymour hoffman but cooper hoffman is philip seymour hoffman's uh, son and holy shit, dude! Whenever you Her see name, him, Alana, man, Alana Hyman or Alana Haim? Uh, it's it's Alana Haim because they're Jewish. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> in I the movie, it's the Alana Kane. Hyman. I went to I went to high school with a girl with the last name Hyman. Hyman. Yeah, you know what that is, like right? spelled like spelled Hyman. Yeah, I know what Hyman is. Or do so, I? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. It's um, the upper region of the vagina that connects to the cervix of the uterus, the vagina channel. Yeah. Okay. I just thought that was funny. I just thought that <laughs> I, I, when, you, when yeah. you said her name, that's what I, I that's what popped in my head. But uh, continue. You got Cooper Hoffman. You got her. You got, you got, you got Benny Cooper, Safdie. You, I know that. Much. Okay, so Benny Safdie doesn't come in until like the end, basically. Oh. Um. So like you have a lot. You have you. You have Alana. You have Cooper. And those two, like you, you're following like um, 
Kiffmer Hoffman's character as he does like ridiculous shit to earn money. And that's that's what the whole entire movie is basically founded around is following this like 16-year-old dude while a like 25-year-old chick is just like falling in love with him as he yeah. just does ridiculous shit. And it's it's hilarious. It's just it's incredible. Tom Waits is in it. You know, like I I fucking love Tom Waits. Uh, a surprise person that I didn't think was going to be in it was in it. Um, fucking uh, Sean Penn. I I don't know how I missed Sean Penn in the trailer, but he was there just in the trailer after like I got home and I rewatched it. And I was like, holy fuck, that's hilarious. And uh, there's a there's a like there's a uh, don't listen or and you won't know who it is moment in this film too. Okay. So you know who Fred Gwynn is, probably. You might not. Uh, Herman Munster. Do you know who Herman Munster is from the Munsters? You're not old. I'm not old. Yeah. But you don't keep. Yeah, yeah. I know Fred Gwynn and my. Okay. Yes. Exactly. So John C. Riley <laughs> plays a guy who is like supposed to be Fred Gwynn and like that's his voice like you hear like his voice for like a split second and like it's like a if you don't pay attention you're not going to know that it's John C. Riley. but in the theater I hear his voice and I'm like what the fuck and, but it doesn't look like who John it it, it was actually played by Paul Tem- Paul Thomas Anderson but it was John C. Riley who like provided the voice Yeah, I, I like, I like, I like, and I love. I grew up watching the monsters, and I love my cousin Vinny. So that's pretty fun. I need, I'll have to fucking watch it here soon. You will. I like Paul Eesh. Anderson, though. I like all. I like all his movies, pretty much, except for there's one movie he made that I didn't like. What was it? He's, he has made a shitty movie, I think. Um, the only one I can really a lot think of, of a lot of people didn't like. A lot of people didn't like uh, Inherent Vice. Yeah, I guess. Um, I liked it. Um, yeah, I liked maybe, Inherent Vice. Maybe I do too. like all his movies. Maybe I do like all his movies. Yeah, there's not a there's not a Paul Thomas on Paul Thomas Anderson film that I don't enjoy at all. I, I enjoy think Inherent Vice was the one that got the most shit on. I believe so. Yeah, I think so. Variety, variety Variety.com, November 27th, 2021. Paul Thomas Anderson's ranked from worst to best. Uh, Number nine, Inherent Vice. Hmm. Number eight is The Master. Seven is is Punch Love. Six is Hard Eight, which I have not seen. Five is Phantom Thread that I need to see. It's actually sitting there on my Netflix list. Then four mm-hmm. is Licorice Pizza. Three Boogie Nights. Two There Will Be Blood. And one Magnolia. Yeah, that's a that's a good list. I think. Um, I think Boogie Nights might be my favorite. Boogie Nights is like my quintessential film that I go to whenever like I'm like bored and I need something to watch. I'll put on Boogie Nights. Because, like, no matter, like, where you're at in that film, you can just start it and, like, just start watching it. It's, it's yeah. odd. It's, no, like, yeah. it's an odd you can, little you film. Can, you can t- jump in at any point, and it's going to be, like, a fun ride. Yeah. Even at that point. Yeah. That's a great, especially, yeah. I can rewatch that movie over and over again. To me, that movie is, like, what um, The Big Lebowski is as well. They're kind of, they're both very similar yeah. to me in terms of yep. just being able to jump in and watch from that point. Or any point. Yep. I agree. Hell, hell yeah. So Phantom Thread is Phantom Thread good. Phantom Thread is like one of Daniel Day Lewis's like best roles. But of course, you also get to chop that up to There Will Be Blood, Daniel Day Lewis, right? So it's like uh it it's good. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's yeah, I just good. when you well, I don't know, this just hasn't interest me because what he's a 
He's a fashion designer. Get to watch yeah. Daniel Day Lewis make uh, dresses. Wow. Yeah, but which is not like very like. It's not like weird for him because the dude literally has quit acting and now all he does is make shoes. Well then, yeah, then it's and very also realistic. the Phantom Thread and the Phantom Thread is like his last film too. That's the one that he stopped at. So you kind of yeah, two thousand. Let's Pretty see, two thousand seventeen, twenty twenty two. I don't think so. He's he's gone. Like, because you have to, like, think about, like, what, like, I think he might just be gone. Because you have to, like, think about, like, what he was in completely. You know, like, let's see. um, He was in Gandhi, who Richard Attenborough uh, directed, uh, the old guy from Jurassic Park. (laughs) Um and then he had like he had like films just coming out like just bang 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 bang. Then he did My Left Foot that got him like universal acclaim. And then fucking again the Last of the Mohicans universal acclaim. The Crucible Mohicans. great fucking film. Okay. And then right after Gangs of New York. Okay. And then Gangs of New York he had he had a movie called Ballad of Jack and Rose. I do not remember that fucking film. Never fucking seen it, but. It had Paul Dano in it. Uh, and then that connects him to There Will Be Blood. Paul Dano's in that piece of shit, too. I mean, in that great film. And then Nine. I don't remember Nine. Lincoln. Yeah. I, I remember being incredibly bored watching Lincoln. But that's 2012, all right? And, like, during 2012, he was like, I'm also going to retire. And then Paul Thomas Anderson pulled him back in in 2017 for Phantom Thread. And then that was 2017. It's 2022. The boring. Okay. Technical difficulties. But the book of Boba Fett, like I was saying, it's like a quarter good. Um, it's weird. It's really weird that they would name it the book of Boba Fett. Uh, they 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 depart from the Boba Fett character for like two and a half episodes. And in a seven-episode series, I think, I believe it is. So, really, really odd that they would choose it. It feels like it feels like a DLC for the Mandalorian. Like it feels okay. like an expansion pack. Like they were, they never were ever going to make this show, and then like they randomly like, hey, let's just like on the bones on the sets of the Mandalorian, let's just do Boba Fett and just do a couple episodes. And the dialogue's really weird. There's some really cool shit. There is cool stuff. You get to see how he gets out of the Sarlacc pick and he, you get to see some other stuff with him, the Tusken Raiders. There's some really good stuff, but then they make Boba Fett into like this, like old, like soft, softy kind of, he still calls himself like a crime boss, but he's really more of just like the wanting to be the mayor of this town more than anything. He doesn't, when he wants to intimidate someone, he takes off his helmet, which I find very strange. When he's beginning of the episode, he takes his helmet off all the time, which I don't think of when I think of Boba Fett. Yeah, it sounds fucking odd. It's, and so, yeah, so the, the best episodes are not even about him. The best episodes are about the Mandalorian. They do this really weird thing where, you know, the, uh, at the end of season two, Mandalorian spoilers or whatever. I'm sure everyone's seen it that's actually listened to this, but um, little baby Yoda Grogu goes with Luke Skywalker to pretty much train as a Jedi. Well, Grogu, spoiler again, comes gets is, is back with uh, the Mandalorian after five episodes of Book of Boba Fett. He's already back with him. So it kind of just undercuts the the intensity of season two's finale. So yeah. everything built up for season two finale is actually no longer really in play at all anymore, except for he, I mean, he has a dark, the dark saber and whatnot, but yeah, so that was really weird. And if you didn't watch book of Boba Fett and you just start watching Mandalorian season three, you're going to be like, what the hell just happened? I thought at the end of season two, they weren't together. And now they're together. It doesn't, you'd have to watch the book of Boba Fett to even understand anything going forward, which is kind of weird. Um, <laughs> 
he might be just like the worst character in his own show, which is very weird. Yeah, so here's um here's here's my know-how about how this show's bad. I'm all ears. They showed his face. Yeah. There you go. They well, took off the they took off the helmet, okay? Well, you that's don't the thing is, I was talking to my friend Michael about that. And he's a a huge fucking Star Wars nerd. And he gave me some excuse, well, not excuse. He gave me some reasoning that he's not a real Mandalorian or some, some bullshit that only true Mandalorians don't take off their helmets. Some bullshit about that. But regardless of whether or not the in, in world logic makes sense or not, like what makes Mandalorian so good is that he has like this, this anonymous, like just vibe to him most of the time. Yeah. You see without his helmet maybe twice ever. And it, that's, I mean, it's kind of a badass kind of thing. It gives off a little bit of a badass vibe. And you people like the helmet. People like the armor. That's why they were, I mean, people like the bounty hunters. People love those helmets. And they love, you know, the armor and shit. And so when you start taking off the armor, like, in mid, like right before he's about to battle, so then he has to like put his helmet on. Sometimes he gets hit before he can even put his fucking helmet on, and it's like he was supposed to be a badass bounty hunter. Now he's like an old man that just is like trying to be diplomatic and shit, and way too trusting. Because when he gets screwed over in the, the finale, it's not very surprising. Like it's just very poor writing. It was, it's yeah. It's just, it's a mess. It's all over the place. It doesn't know what it wants to be. <laughs> okay. it really it's just, it's just terrible. So here's, um, you heard about the Halo show. Right? Yeah. Okay. Heard, so here's my, it. here's my theory of why it's going to be bad. Okay. They're going to show master chief's face. There it is. You, That's you how think? it's going to be bad. They Jeff, uh, you know who Jeff Neely is the guy who does like the game award show. Every year, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he talked to like the heads of the TV show, and they're like, "Yeah, we're showing his face." They said that. Yes. Yeah. Well, the person that plays him is what Leave Schreiber's little brother, Pablo Schreiber, or something from like, I, it, the New Black. I think so. Yeah. He's not even. I I don't think he's a very recognizable star or anything. Not that that needs to be, but that that is a character that you don't show the face up yeah, no matter exactly. what exactly yeah. that is that's dumb you're gonna lose people right off the bat by doing that and i thought cortana was a little weird looking too well cortana like is played by the actress who voices cortana so i can actually be like that's fine with me she just looks yeah she does look odd she does look odd but at least it's the original voice actress yeah, I'll give it that. I didn't. I didn't know that, but it yeah. just she looked a little bit too non AI ish to me. I don't she, know. She, I actually, I think she looks more AI ish. I, I think she's like, she's so uncanny, right? If you look, <laughs> if you look at her face, she has this uncanny valley looking like like structure to her, and, and which is just. I odd. found it it's, weird. It's odd. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's well, that's and, and why. Just, and we're, I mean, we, we're basing a lot of this off the trailer, but I mean, if that's true that he, they really will show his face, that really does suck. But even yeah. from the trailer, some some actually some shots and some of the the the, Im- the images and videos they showed in the trailers um, look kind of cool. They look it looks very faithful to like the video games, and it looks like Halo. But sometimes at the same time, it also looks stu- super like. CW ish and like cheaply made in some parts. Yeah. It looks, I don't know. Like, and ah. in, in, in the background of one of the shots, uh, there was like a, there was like a Chevy. Really? Like pickup? Yeah. And like, it looks like it's on like an alien planet, right? And, and it's like, why is there a fucking Chevy <laughs> pickup in the back, you, in the you background? Just, you get, I guess you get this vibe. I mean, I'm sure they have people on board that are part of this, the game making process and were there for when they were making the games maybe you know on the crew but i sure hope it's not made by a bunch of people that don't know jack shit about halo and they're just been given this ip and they're like let's make content yeah yeah i don't 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll we'll give see. it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but yeah, I, uh, I, I don't have any hopes for it. And I think right now we should get into something that we did have huge hopes for, um, which was Scream. Like, let's oh. talk about that for a second. Uh, me and you both were looking forward to that fucking movie. Hell yeah. Um, I know you were. You were sitting at the bar at the movie theater for <laughs> six, like six hours. I literally waited <laughs> for six hours. <laughs> and, like the, the bartender who turned out to be an awesome guy, by the way, um, like totally rad dude, like noticed that like the drink, like he gave me like extra shots. He didn't have to. He gave me extra shots. And like at the end of the night, I probably spent like only $40, which not bad, especially yeah. like he gave me like two beers for free. Right. Well, so it's like, okay. Let me, let me just try though. I think he gave me a sample of something, but I remember he gave me the, the blood and honey. Yeah. I think that was it. It was the blood and honey. He gave me two of those for free. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Those um, are good, good beers. But at, at one point he was like, I need to get your water. <laughs> like I was just <laughs> sitting there and like at that point I have like, I'm like watching a movie with my friends on discord waiting for you guys. <laughs> I'm like sitting there watching a horror film while waiting to go see a horror film. Anyway, did so I, yeah. do you think at any point he, did he ask, Hey, are, are you sure your friends are coming here? No, he it's like, <laughs> Like either way, like he was like, you're gonna enjoy watching the movie, you know. And I'm like, oh yeah, like regardless. Oh, I'm definitely gonna enjoy the movie now. Thanks. Re- regardless, well, marketing services. And then the dude that I was sitting next to in the movie fucking fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was so dude. That dude showed up wasted. He was like, yeah, man. I like screamed I in the like, middle of the movie. One he time, did. He was like, run, bitch, run. But nothing was <laughs> happening. Nothing was happening. <laughs> there was nothing going on. It was just I know we didn't sit next to each other, and I remember when he that dude yelled that. I looked down, and I was like, "I'm almost certain that dude's sitting right next to Richard, or that was Richard." <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit!" But then I think when the movie was over, I remember you getting up, and the dude didn't get up. He was passed out. Dude, he was passed out. Walk him outside the theater. He was passed out. He was oh gone. my gosh. He was, he was, he was asleep. Yeah, and it was he, a fun experience just going to see fucking Scream. Like, yeah, it was, was a like, good, it was literally a good time seeing yeah. Scream. Like, that was a good, like, in like terms of like seeing a movie, it was a good time. But yeah. regardless of that, the story was awesome too. Like, the whole entire, it, it had a good twist, it had a good story, just in general. You know, the acting was great. I'm actually not a big like out of if I had to pick like a, my favorite franchises in the horror genre, I would probably never pick Scream. I I I think Scream is good, but it's not never been my favorite. But I actually really really like this movie, and I think it's probably, I mean, it's just as good as not no, it's definitely not just as good, but it's I enjoyed it just as much as I enjoyed the original. That's not, not that's better, but yeah, was, I thought it was definitely better than three, maybe probably two. I don't remember much. I don't remember much about four. I didn't watch that much, but it was all right. And you know, no, like all of them, all of them are, all of them are all right. Scream one is amazing. This one was better than Scream three and Scream four. Scream two is still a good movie. It yeah, it's still good. Um, but yeah, all of them I, were and, all of them were I great. Think, I think it did a good job of making fun of the current horror genre too, and. It didn't come yeah. across forced or anything. It was it was good. It it was a good. It was well a it was a good meta film, right? Yeah, and it was it, and it was a movie that was made by people like that you could tell liked the Scream franchise. I mean, they definitely were fans themselves. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Unlike unlike Mister Well, fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, hold on. Before that, though, I want to get I want to get into one other thing before that, and this, I'm not even jumping into the story for Scream. I want to talk okay, about... Me, yeah, no, I would just... I, I want to talk about Halloween. Okay? I recommend I recommend going to see the new Scream, or catching it when it comes I recommend out. seeing the new Scream, but I also want to talk about Halloween for a second. 
how hyped are how hyped were we whenever we saw the first Halloween film back in 2018? Oh, we were pretty damn hyped. Uh, that was a lot. I was really that was yeah. That, that was, was your birthday yeah. and everything. You know, like close to your birthday at least. Yeah, no, that um, was one of those movies that I was really, really, really excited to see because that was another one that was made by people that you know damn well were also fans of the franchise and it exactly. shows and it shows and then halloween kills even though like people online are hating on it you know like and they're allowed to you know that's their fucking opinion um fuck them that's a I good fucking movie it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, a, it's movie. a good it's a fun little movie it definitely has its flaws but it's a fun movie. yeah and i'm looking forward to halloween kills which yeah. is going to be weird it's going to yeah, be how, it's going to be a weird man. fucking movie or Halloween oh, ends. Yeah, yeah Halloween, Halloween ends is gonna be. Uh, I'm, that's that's what I'm. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm been excited for all three, and I'm just as excited for the third one because you know this one has like a time jump, I think, and it. And yeah, it's it, it's David per Gordon year. Green's, yeah, it's David Gordon Green says it's actually gonna like recognize that COVID actually happened, which I yeah. hope doesn't become a big thing, but we'll see how that. Maybe they just mention it. I, I hope I hope we just mentioned it. I hope we don't go to the route where it's like, oh, <laughs> everybody's wearing a mask. It's like they put Michael on. Myers in a mask, yeah, yeah. on top it's of like, his mask, yeah, on top of his mask, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> a mask within a mask. You know, like he, that's, or, that's that's when he got it. Or Michael Myers has a vaccinate vaccinated sticker on him <laughs> with his name on it, so that's how you can tell for yeah. some reason. Even and then Michael Myers gets vaccinated. You should too. And then we have this, um, this fucking piece of shit loser come out of nowhere and make one of the worst fucking horror films I've seen in a long fucking time. That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Dude, I, okay, so that I was actually excited for this movie. I actually had reason to believe for a little bit that this movie would actually might be pretty damn good because it's made by uh fide alvarez the dude that made evil dead the remake or yeah. it's produced by him but he was also it's story he was, yeah he him. was a part he was part of the story he had his hands all over it, it wasn't directed by him and he yeah. also um made what's the other movie with uh, Stephen lang don't breathe yeah um, and i enjoyed, i thought don't breathe was original so i was like okay this guy i think it might be cool yeah but um, what do you mean don't breathe too i haven't seen that i have not seen that Okay, but yeah, but we all know. Oh, oh, spoiler alert! The bad guy is now a good guy. Yeah, no, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, what the fuck but, is that about? So I thought I was gonna watch it regardless, but I was like, all right, maybe, maybe it's good. And it, they said it's a direct sequel to the originals and mm-hmm. the original, and and ignores all the other bullshit. So I was like, all right, yep. this might be good. Oh my gosh, was I wrong? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, we don't even have to get into the story about this one because we could just, I mean, well, it's just so, okay, for, well, first off, it totally doesn't get Texas at all, really. No, no, uh, it doesn't get Texas at all. What well, they're, they're, the people in the film are from, like, Austin, right? They're from yeah. Austin, but they're, like, Californian Austin for some odd fucking reason and they're, the most and they're like we hate guns ever you know yeah they're it's it 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 was ridiculous they're all mean they and their faces you know they just have yeah. the worst no, and so I, I i don't know if they wanted and how they, are those two sisters they don't look anything alike. I know. weird as hell i don't know if they knew that they had such unlikable characters or if they were trying that way when they get killed you like that i guess or if they thought that they were being like hip and cool and like these are what current generation wants to see in a texas chainsaw massacre you know like that could have been it i think no i think this they this was clearly not made by someone that has any sort of appreciation for the original yeah no this was a this was like a weird like almost felt like a cash grab it was so weird but, like, it's not a cash grab because like how would they make cash off of this because it's produced on netflix yeah i know it's so, like, like it's, what it's, is it's it like, like what went wrong threw it on netflix because they said oh god this is bad we cannot release this in theaters yeah i mean it well, was no netflix has been was... part of the production since the beginning apparently like this was a well, netflix yeah. fucking well, production you know what so it makes weird. it's weird it makes no fucking sense and like i i you know 
Um, oh, it's everything so on the nose. It's like from yeah. the very, very beginning, she's a she's a school shooting survivor. Yeah, he, he is a typical Texas racist. Oh my gosh, there is a Confederate flag. Yeah, and it's no. everything is like just has to have like the social commentary part of it when it's like, what the hell? It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I will give the chick one like like thing. She is a good final girl. I think. I I, I, I think she's a good final girl. I thought yeah, the little sister was the most likable character likeable, out of them yeah. all. And um, like the whole like school shooting thing, like that makes sense. You know, but then like, again, she uses a gun at the end. Well, she yeah, she she, she gets over her trauma. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, is, it, is this like an anti-gun movie, or is this know. not an anti-gun movie? I don't know. It, it's supposed to be. I think it's like an anti-violence film. It's a weird thing and, to have uh, her <laughs> killing someone with a gun. Yeah, and it's like, what? And like, you know, I don't. I just, I didn't understand it. You know, even like afterwards, I had to like look up like who was in this film. And none of these people have ever been in good films besides the lead, besides like the lead uh, person, right? Uh, besides oh. the lead girl. She was in um, Bo Burnham's film Eighth Grade, which was a good movie. That came out in 2018. Um, that was a good movie. It was funny. It was smart. And then I don't. Everyone, everyone else in the movie is like. Nobody. No. Absolute, they're absolute, yeah, absolutely nobodies that I've ever heard of. Not that they couldn't put on a good performance, but yeah, they were just at no they, point there were. Did you ever? Did, were they believable? Like you're, you're telling mm-hmm. me, the premise of this, what they wanted to do is that these people are influencers and streamers or whatever, or or Instagram, whatever, yeah, um, that want to go buy they're, a they're, town out in the middle of nowhere and then within five minutes they go kick out an elderly lady from her house who is the only fucking person i recognized from like just in general which is else? this is going to be fucking weird as fuck but uh that is uh the lady from star trek first Con- contact right like like the like the bionic <laughs> like woman and she's also the lady from ghost story with like two good horror films like she's a horror film person like and she was also in fucking Stephen King's Sleepwalkers too like she's been in good movies and then she's in this and honestly she's like probably like one of the best roles too yeah she's she she does a solid job yeah it, it and then so yeah i mean that's the spur and then they have that's the person that they, they kicked out of the home and then she yeah they she have Leatherface going in with her in the vehicle. I found was yeah. weird. He, he become he's he's become a little bit too conscious and normal, and then he goes that, and then he just the, mm-hmm. the first kill of the movie is so I found so stupid. He um, breaks he breaks off like the dude's like arm this, and stabs him. This movie wants to make Leatherface like Jason Voorhees, but he's that's not how he is in the original. In the original okay, yeah. is almost okay. like a scared, overly like man child that is just, yeah. you know, just kind of been forced to do this or is just kind of crazy. He's not some like a hulking maniac that cannot be stopped and then like is just on a rampage through a town. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what I wanted to get into if we if we didn't want to get into like the story i wanted to get into the ending um the ending well, the after credit scene no there's an after credit scene yeah the after credit scene what's that is is, is is him walking to the original house with his chainsaw oh, oh my god yeah it's not the cool okay it's, but hold on like, Bef- it makes you go why wasn't this house in the movie at all <laughs> Okay, but before that though, before the ending, before the after credit scene, because I didn't, I turned it off as soon as it ended because I was yeah. like, "Fuck this!" Um, but the <laughs> thankfully it's short she, and sweet. She shot him like how many times with a shotgun? I like, don't know. Did you? Okay, You're but any, anyway, he got shot. shot. So he got shot so he many got times. Shot so many times with a shotgun, then he fell into water and then drowned. They were there hugging for a while. Okay. Yep. 
in no way, shape, or form is Leverface a goddamn monster. He's a normal human being. Oh, yeah. In the original, he sits there, he's like crying and rocking behind yeah. his mask and shit. He's a normal human being. That's why, like, it's scary. He's not, like, going to, like, come out and get you if he gets shot and he dies. And yeah. then all of a sudden, yeah. he's there, pulls the girl out, cuts off her head, does the liver face move, and then, like, the girl's just screaming in autopilot. Like, oh, my God. Yes. And that's, it, it, was, it was ridiculous. It was stupid. It's it, and so out of touch. <laughs> it's, it was just, but he should have been just dead. Yeah, because he's not a monster; he's a human being. Well, what also made the movie so good is that he's surrounded by this crazy cast of family members, and they are also really good characters that kind of shape him. And without yeah. them, without even a mention of them, without even anything, it's just him. And yeah, like, versus versus you're dad, me, versus you're grandfather. Me, well, you're telling me that now Leatherface was. Now was that that forward thinking enough that he put his chainsaw behind a drywall, and that like is he is he like a repented and like becoming good person now or something? It, it, it's just so weird. Yeah, it, it it was so it was like it uh, it was not Texas Chainsaw. It might be the worst Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's the worst. It's just one of the worst I fucking the films last ever one was made. Damn bad. It's just one of the worst fucking films ever made. I think. I really think it's yeah. It's definitely one of the shittiest films I've seen in a, while, in a while. Yeah, and like I, I personally try to avoid shitty films, and, I and this was a that, shitty film. That the best scene that like is a good you know fucking metaphor for this whole movie is when fucking. That stupid bus full of investors and millennials and all these like, yeah. What was it with that bus? It was like a fucking party bus. Yeah, this party bus in the middle of the town, and then Leatherface kills the people at the front of the bus, and they don't hear it somehow. I guess because their music's loud, and then he walks in, and the clearly has just killed someone. And their first instinct is that everyone puts their phone up at the exact same time. While a man proceeds to tell Leatherface, if you try anything, you'll be canceled, bro. It's like, what the fuck? I don't think I ever would have thought I've ever heard that line in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then you get see you get you get cuts of like the point of view of like a stream of yeah. doing stuff. That's not a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what, where's the grittiness of it? Where's the, the dirtiness of it? The grunge of it? Yeah, there's like, no... There was no... It, mm, okay. Like, so... Mm, I just... Because, like... And why did he if use... Gonna, if you're going to make a sequel to the first one, right? You need to stick true to the gritty nature of the first one, right? Because, yeah. like, what, what... The first one is a gritty black comedy. Okay? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Black it, it, comedy isn't, like... There's no gore in it you know, at all. But like when Tobe Cooper made the Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, and that was just a black comedy film, yeah. you know, there was no grittiness in that. It was just a, Hey, I want to make fucking people disgust and laugh. You know, that was it. Yeah. But the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original is like a, Oh fuck. What am I doing here? You know, you're sitting like me and you watched it. And like, whenever That's a like, great movie. Yeah. But yeah. Amazing. Whenever me and you watched it, we were watching it with other people, and no one talked during that fucking movie. You don't talk during that movie. You feel like you're watching something that you shouldn't fucking watch when you're watching that fucking movie. You feel like you're watching, yeah, like an exploit exploitation film. Yeah. Like, you it, feel it, with like the, dirty for watching it. And it's with so the fucking... Cool. Yeah. With, oh, God. The camera, that's, yeah, that, the, that, that soundtrack, dude, that fucking just gets me. And, and, and there was yeah. no music in this, it felt like. Well, there's techno music in it. Yeah, I didn't. Where, where was it? It was in the where end credit. It? it was the end credits yeah. over synthwave. Yeah, it was weird. It was bad. It's just a bad. And, and something okay, and something that I've never ever taken away from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I never took away from the that one that Sally Hardesty would come back to that town looking for Leatherface. She seemed like she wanted to get the 
fuck out of Dodge and would never yeah. want to go back and relive that again. Yeah. I, it is just such a cheap copy of Halloween 2018 of Laurie Strode. That's what and they were trying to go for. So it made me go, it made me cringe and grunt. Ugh. Yeah. Cause she's screaming and she's like a maniac now. She's got this like heavy country accent and like she's a Texas Ranger now. And then she's in a couple scenes and then fucking, well, yeah, killed. Wow, what a badass. Like, she didn't yeah. even need to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, out of all final girls in horror history, you know, that was the one final girl that I never would think would want to come back for revenge. Yeah. But no, but no Halloween 2018 made money, so let's just copy that. It was, it was pretty terrible. It's literally like what it what it was. They were just trying to fucking copy the good new movies that have been coming yeah. out. I mean, okay, you so know? I'll get the I'll give it it has good There's some good cinematography in there. I I actually really like the scene when Leatherface pops up from the sunflowers. Mm, okay. I thought that was a pretty cool shot, but then again, I don't even like the way Leatherface looks in this movie. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't like it. Like, and I don't understand why he used what his, you know, his motherly figure's face. Why not yeah. use a top or something else? Why is it hers? Mm-hmm. Um, that was weird. And then it wasn't even like he put like lipstick and shit on his stuff. This was just like some skin on his face. And at yeah, some points he even just looked like a zombie. Like when he's getting out of that water in that final sequence. He just looks like a zombie. Like he doesn't, there's no, he, you know, Leatherface, I, I believe, if I could be mistaken, he had like a yellow, like, you know, uh, apron on and shit. Like, <sighs> he's not Jason or Michael Myers. He's, he's not a monster. He's, a, he's supposed to be a normal human being. Yeah. And no one seems to get that, I guess, because they've made him a lot like that in almost every sequel, but I feel like every sequel gets worse and worse. There's only like one good Texas Chainsaw like mass- massacre sequel besides two, and that's the one with um, Jessica Biel. Yeah, I, Ar- yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I like the remake. Wasn't it Michael Bay? He, it was produced by Michael Bay. Yeah, produced by Michael Bay. Yeah, done by fuck. This dude hasn't made. Any other movies, I don't think, besides that shitty... I think he... No, he did Friday the 13th. I can't remember his name, though. Well... Marcus Nespel. That movie at least captures the dirtiness and grittiness, kind of, of the original. Maybe not to a T, but... God, at least it made an attempt. That's the best... Yeah, I mean, that... I don't mind the, the, the remake. Um... I, I don't think, mind the remake I either. Texas Chainsaw 3D sucks, and that was the one that was the worst up until this one. Yeah, the the one that's like actually good in in the franchise, I think, is Leverface. I haven't seen that. I mean, I think I've it's, seen. I don't. I I it's a prequel story, right? Yeah. Which, but it's like it 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 does such a good job at like tricking you. Yeah, you're, you're going to want to see it because it does such a, it does such a good job at like tricking you into believing something is really it, but it's not. You just got to watch it. It's pretty good. Um, people love to hate it, I think, but I think it's a good. Yeah, I, I, I think I, it's a I, good I know film. That it's not necessarily looked at that as a, that great of a movie. I think but, it's. I think it's I don't all right. I think it's ever been called the worst one. Yeah. Um. I need to. Yeah. It's, it's got like a forty percent or something on rot. Some thirty percent. I don't even know. I'm reading it through Wikipedia. But yeah, no. I need to rewatch that one. I'd probably have seen a couple scenes of it, but I never watched it because it's. I knew it was a prequel, and it didn't ever show like because like, I want to see Leatherface. I, so there was no Leatherface. I thought in it really, even though it's yeah. called Leatherface. Um, yeah, so this, oh God, this one just, it did, they did not know. I mean, they, you could have told me these people have never seen the original. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. And really? maybe, 
They probably never have. <laughs> I really, yeah, I don't think they've ever seen the original. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's like it's Jesus. almost as bad as, as what happened to Tobe Hooper, like later on in his career when he couldn't like ever make a good film again. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they they just. I mean, that man's career has been beaten to death and nobody can leave it alone, you know? And now we're stuck with a really shitty film that's trying so hard to be, to like, be cool. To be cool, yeah. When it, yeah, it it's... doesn't need to be cool, it just needs to be there, you know? It just needs to be a... a it, it needed to be gritty. It needed to make you feel weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. Instead, you wanted everybody to die. That's not how you make a horror. Chainsaw Massacre should the, the another movie that kind of captures that grittiness to me, and I really like it. A lot of people might shit on it. Is The Devil's Rejects? That movie. Oh yeah, that's a, or The House of a Thousand Corpses. That yeah. kind of captures that chainsaw esque family <laughs> grittiness, dirtiness. That I have a I want funny my- fucking story about that dude. Um, so like whenever I was like growing up, like my mom had like you know like a like like a suburban, but it had like a like a VHS player in the back. Yeah, right. And like I, it was like on a trip one year, two thousand seven, maybe two thousand eight. We had like a VHS of <laughs> the Devil's Rejects, me and my friends, and we put it on. And my mom's driving, and she's like, "What the." F- fuck are you guys watching like she can hear everything <laughs> and we're like we're just watching the devil's rejects you pulled over fucking destroy that tape just <laughs> destroyed it dude it was <laughs> really damn dude shit wow yeah no i i remember i remember the first time i think i ever watched that i remember going what the fuck is this yeah, it's a because I was I because I saw it before movie. I ever saw House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, I think same here. But those are good movies. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, which again, look, it, it even copies the fucking Halloween thing by not calling itself anything else. It wants to be like Scream and Halloween. Yeah. The difference is, is those movies were made by people that actually you could tell loved that franchise and understood it. Yep. These people, you why why you couldn't even you could make this movie and it not be Leatherface. You could take Leatherface out of this and just su- input just random hack and slash dude like a clown or something. Yeah, and it'd be the same motherfucking movie. It's disappointing because I really want I really would like to have a good Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. Disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah. All right. I I got something to leave this uh, podcast off on. Uh, this is this is a new segment. Um, it's called um, the wonderful joys of playing an MMO on on PC. Um, on a PC. So I was I'm playing this new game. It's called Lost Ark. Like basically everybody in the world that like plays a PC right now is playing it. Lost and Ark. Lost Ark. It's a Korean MMO that's like Diablo. I, I notoriously don't know anything about PC shit. So I I know because you're so stubborn and you're still playing on a fucking Xbox. It's perfectly fine. Some people are like that. Uh sooner or later you will wake up. Uh but <laughs> uh, yeah so i'm playing this game and i'm just enjoying my time i'm chilling i'm talking with people and this uh this chick in chat goes hey i kind of need some help will anybody like help me like i'm like a instagram fucking like like tiktok star it'll be pretty cool if you could help me and like everyone starts like making fun of her for like mentioning the fact that she's like instagram uh-huh. famous and like a tiktok star and i'm like this is kind of interesting so i just i sent her like a whisper and i started helping her out and she's like wow thank you everyone else is being like dicks i'm like yeah probably because you fucking mentioned that you're like low-key like famous like who the fuck does that right like that's kind of fucking weird she's like well like it's not my fault but i am i'm like okay and she's like what you want proof i'm like no i don't really want proof she's like no i want to i want no i want your instagram right now and i'm like all right she sends she sends me like a follow Fucking 20k 
fucking like fucking like 20k followers on fucking instagram right i'm like yeah. i'm like damn that's pretty fucking interesting and she's like here here's my tiktok account from instagram and it's like fucking 40k and i'm like what the fuck is going on who is this fucking like weird chick that i just met and then she's like, yeah. and, to, and to prove it even more, you know, I'm going to send you a picture of myself naked right now. Like, just so, and then just boom, full body fucking nude from just like 20K fucking Instagram star, 40K fucking TikTok star out of nowhere. And she's like, thank you for being so nice to me. Uh, ha- ha- have a good, have a good rest of your time playing this fucking game. And I'm just, I'm confused out of my fucking mind. I start playing and she like sends me like a whisper, like, again and she starts talking to me again she's like thank you for being so kind and i'm like yeah thank you for the picture she's like yeah you know you know i'm a lesbian but like i kind of like helping like people out i'm like what the fuck is what the fuck is your fucking issue like what the hell is wrong with you yeah and it was it was so wild and so fucking crazy that i think just people on the internet are just getting weirder and fucking weirder every, every single fucking day well, I think that's the most convincing argument you've ever given me as to why I should get a PC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, this chick is like, like she's uh, she's like redheadish too. She's a she's a cute girl, but she does fly the pride flag. So, kind of. So, so I need to get a PC and get on Lost Ark. <laughs> you need to get on like any popular MMO or like any popular game that's like happening at the time, and you'll find a shit ton of people to talk to. <laughs> lost ark lost ark yeah you can play on my server dude we can hang out have a good time <laughs> let me start building my pc i'll get on to that <laughs> can i play on my xbox uh no it's not on xbox no oh us us peasants don't yeah get you, you peasants don't get lost ark you did get another mmo though but i don't think anyone's playing that anymore which one uh, Fantasy Star Online. Don't know that one either. Yeah, well, it's a, it's an MMO, but I don't think most people have, like gotten off of it. Well, shit. Well, all right. I think that might be it for uh, this week's episode, don't you think? Yeah, I think so too. Um, so, so moral of the story: Texas Chainsaw Massacre really sucked, and I need to get a PC. And he needs to get a PC. Um, I've been Richard. I have been Kyle. And this has been Zero Drunk 30. Bye-bye.